happy girl. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. In our current series, we are walking through the Psalms, focusing not only on what they say, but also on how they are an expression of worship. We're noting how the Psalms encourage us to praise God for who he is and what he has done. We point out the greatness of God and recognize his faithfulness to us in times of trouble. In other words, we praise God, learn of him, and celebrate his goodness. Thank you for joining us in this podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, as Kim and Erica have a conversation as we walk through the scriptures, focusing today on Psalms 139. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this broadcast of Women at the Well Ministries, and I'm so excited to be in Psalms 139. It's I am, a good one. I am Kim Miller alongside Erica Close. Hey, everybody. And we are going to spend some time in this psalm just looking at how much... God loves us Mm -hmm. and how he is ever present in our lives. I'm going to read the first half of Psalms 139, and Erica will read the second half of Psalms 139. O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my down-sitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou compassed my path and my lying down and art acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. Thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain unto it. Whither shall I go from thy spirit, or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from me, but the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. For thou hast possessed my reins. Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. And in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. 
How precious also are thy thoughts are the, are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. Surely thou wilt slay the wicked, O God! Depart from me, therefore, ye bloody men, for they speak against thee wickedly, and thine enemies take thy name in vain. Do not I hate them, O Lord, that hate thee? Am not I grieved with those that rise up against thee? I hate them with perfect hatred. I count mine enemies. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Amen and amen. I love that it's it ends with lead me mm-hmm. into the way everlasting because we know that when we follow the Lord and we keep his commandments and fully trust in him, there's a home not made with hands eternal into the heavens that he will lead us to built by God himself. And that's exciting. But when we open up this Psalm, it says that the Lord has searched me and that he knows me. And that is to me so comforting because the Lord knows me yet he still loves me. And it says that he knows all about me and he understands my thoughts, even the ones I'm going to have, the ones I have had and the ones I'm currently having. He understands me. He gets me. He gets all of you. And that is what is so incredible to me because sometimes you feel in your life like nobody understands. Nobody gets me. And that's such a dejecting, horrendous feeling. But when we come to Psalm 139, and there are many verses in the Bible that would tell us things that uplift our heart and our spirit, and we know that he does understand us and that we are unconditionally loved. But when we get to Psalms 139, we begin to see the depth and breadth of his love for us. I love, too, that it says that he knowest our downsitting and our uprising. Like, so often I think we think or we get the feeling that nobody notices, that nobody sees the things that we're doing, right? Or we do something and nobody comments on it, so clearly nobody saw it, nobody understood. But he knows when we sit down. He knows when we stand up. He knows and he notices. So even if the world doesn't notice, we can be confident that he notices the things that we do. And he says that he compasses our path. So he's all around us and he's acquainted with all of our ways. Now, for some people, that notion that God is acquainted with all of their ways could be a little bit scary because he sees, knows, and understands everything Everything. you're doing. And he knows the intents of your heart, according to Acts. Which can be the scary part sometimes. He knows why you're doing what you're doing. (laughs) You know, that good deed you just did, did you do it so that you could be seen? Did you do it because you thought you would be rewarded for it? Or did you do it because of the kindness and the goodness and the love of your heart? He understands all of you. And he searches you. And especially when you ask him. The psalmist David was always asking for the Lord to search his heart. Because he didn't want to be anything other than what God wanted him to be. He didn't want there to be any wicked way that 
his fleshly mind could justify or overlook. He wanted the Lord to shine his light in every crevice of his heart so that there was just a speck of darkness. It could be swept out. And we have the Holy Spirit in us. And when we ask the Lord to shine in our hearts, he can find that speck of darkness and the Holy Spirit will sweep it out if we just ask. And if we, if we let him, right? If we don't try and hold on to it. Because, but why would we? But we do. But why do we do that? I don't know why we do that. I think a lot of us have a double mind. I think sometimes we want to do what God wants us to do until he infringes on a fleshly desire or something that we like to do in the flesh that we know that we know that we know we shouldn't be doing. So what we try to do is close that door of our heart. And somehow we think when we close the door, he doesn't see it. But we're getting ready to enter in to where he sees it all. Mm -hmm. There's no hiding from him. And it's too hard to understand, the psalmist David is saying. It's hard to understand how he knows and understands and sees and is all things. To all people and for all people. At all times. At all times. But when we hit verse 7, Erica, what does he tell us? Where shall I go from thy spirit? Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? Can't do it, right? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. Everywhere he is there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me and thy right hand shall hold me. Wherever we go, he is there. And he's holding me onto us with his right hand, with his nail-scarred hand who has proved his love for us. He is going with us and holding to us. He's never not wanting to be associated with us. There is no way that we can say that 100% of the time. There are some times when we just don't want somebody to know because they think we're a little too weird or too peculiar or too odd. See, we shouldn't fit in down here. This is not our home. We're just pilgrims passing through, and we we should not be at home here. And I love those verses that you just went back and read again in our hearing. And it reminds me of Proverbs 15, 3 that says, The eyes of the Lord are in every place, Mm. beholding the evil and the good. He is omnipresent. So when you're taking him someplace he doesn't belong or he doesn't want to go, I want you to know you've just took him with you. When you do the things that the Bible says you are not to do, You are taking him with you, and he sees it all. uh, Those verses, after verse 11, go on, and they say, you know, the darkness can't hide me from him, right? The dark, the night shines like the day, and the darkness and the light are both alike to thee. God sees us in the darkness, and he sees us in the light, Nothing hides us from him, and certainly not the darkness. He tells us in in 
verse 12, that the night and day are the same. He sees the same. Mm -hmm. You can't hide in that. And he says, because he covers us and that he holds us and truly we are in his hands. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for that. And I love that as we go on into this next section, he's been doing that all along. Mm-hmm. Right? Verse 13, for thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. The same way he covers us here on earth. We were covered from the moment that we, you know, had life. In verse 14, this is such a verse that is quoted so often, such a powerful verse, Right? I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. Right? We are made perfectly. We are told that we are made in his image and likeness. We know that his works are marvelous. But that means if we know that, if we look out at his creation, we, we, we understand that the things the Lord does are marvelous. We can't think that we ourselves are not part of that marvelous creation because he has created us exactly as he wants us to be in a way that is fearful, like fearfully and wonderfully, right? We are made wonderfully by the maker of all of it. And in verse 15, he tells us that, you know, our substance was not hidden from him, right? When we gained life, we didn't gain life without him knowing. Amen. He was there and nothing was hidden as we were created. And then in verse 16, his eyes see our substance yet being unperfect. We are fearfully and wonderfully made and yet we are still not perfect because we are in this world, right? But he sees us and yet he still knows us and he loves us and he takes account of us, right? This is in his book, right? We are, he takes account of us it is so amazing to me that the king of kings and the lord of lords it loves me so much that from the very moment i spoke breath i had breath to the very last breath i take on this earth and then through all eternity has his eyes on me and he loves me and he never lets me out of his sight. That's what you do with things that are precious. The other day I was coming to the bank, and I, it's been this way for the last two or three weeks. Every time I go to the ATM, I get there while the Brinks people are putting the money, the money in. in the ATM machine. And I'm always there about what appears to be, I think they're almost done, but it usually ends up 10 minutes or so. But by the time... I've waited thinking they're going to be done, and they're not done, and I keep thinking that it's no use for me to leave. But after this has happened three times in the last couple of weeks, I have watched this guy, and I think he's noticed that my car <laughs> is often there when he's there. And so I panicked the other day thinking, this guy must think You're following I am him. following or that I know when he comes to this bank and I'm casing the thing out. But what I've noticed is, is that his eyes are never off of the bag he has. Like he's not looking up, he's not looking down, he's not looking left, he's not looking right. Until he gets to that safe place in that truck, 
that man's eyes are on the prize. And when you were talking about this, I thought to myself, that's how God is. While we were being formed, his eyes were on us. And he never takes his eyes off of us because in him is where our safety is. And he always is watching. Verse 17 talks about precious. How precious are thy thoughts unto me? He's thinking about us. He thinks about you. He thinks about me. How great is the sum of them, right? They're not countable. The thoughts he thinks towards us are not countable. They're more than the, than the sand. And if we tried to count them, we couldn't. But whenever we are trying, it's going to be impossible because the thoughts are just too many. And he talks about how he'll slay the wicked. And he wants us to depart from wicked people. And that the wicked will speak wickedly and that some of our enemies of God that we have in our lives, they take the name of God in vain. In other words, he begins to speak about who you are that you're putting in your circle and what it is that those people are doing. And as a result of that, we have to be careful about what others are doing, about what people are saying, about all of the different things that happen around us. Because he's saying, keep the wickedness and and the people away from us who are doing that. In other words, don't partake in the things that wicked people do because the people around you, those are the people that you do things with. So whatever they're doing around you, you're going to end up doing. And we as Christians need to be very careful who it is we allow to be around us. Now we need to bring them to Jesus but we don't need to let them take us to where they are. We need to bring them to where we are, but we don't need to take them. We don't need to let them take us to where they are. I feel like in verse 21, he's saying that. He's like asking the Lord to help him to make sure because he's saying, do not I hate them, O Lord, that hate thee? Like, am I like the ones that, you know, are against thee, the ones that hate thee, the ones that are not, you know, doing the right thing? And he's saying, you know, I, I don't like those people. I don't like those people. But then I love that his whole desire here is to make sure, right? He's talking about the wicked, but then he goes on to check himself, right? And I think that that's something that we often forget. It's so easy for us to pass judgment and to look at, look at other people and look at other people and what they're doing. But the reality is the psalmist David here goes on to say, you know, look at what these wicked people are doing. I see what the wicked people are doing, you know, but I hate what they're doing. But let me check myself. Amen. He says, let me check myself because he goes on to verse 23 and says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. And I love that because that so harkens back to that very first verse in the psalm. Oh Lord, thou hast searched me and known me, right? He's asking the Lord to search him again. And one thing that makes me think of is, you know, it is so easy for us to think that, you know, we're just doing it right. We're doing it right. We're doing it right. We're okay. We're okay. But the reality is we need the Lord to search our hearts 
every day. Just like we need to, you know, wash the dust of the earth off of us every day, right? That just the, the sin that gets on us every day because of the world that we live in. And Jesus says, you know, you got to wash the feet, wash your feet every day. We need the Lord to search us every day and to let us know if we're doing something that we should not be doing each and every day. Search, find that wicked way, find that dust spot in me, Lord, and remove it, I pray. Well, I hope you have enjoyed our time in Psalm 139. I know that Eric and I have thoroughly enjoyed it, and I hope we have motivated you and inspired you in some way to take a very close look at Psalm 139 and allow it to penetrate your heart. Remember, you are loved. Jesus loves you. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing, and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman at the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father. And it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the Gospel Group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved. Happy girl.